I want the experience for the kids to be fun because like this is a positive thing. It's a positive thing for mom and dad, mom and mom, dad and dad to leave. Like this is good for us or just mom, single parents. Shout out to you guys when you're going out on your date nights too. This is a positive thing. Like you have fun and I get to go be a grown up and have fun too. Like I love you, but I don't have to be with you all the time. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You? A podcast about feeding kids. Hi, I'm Stacy, And I'm Megan. Today, we're going to talk about what date nights look like for us, plus share some ideas for what we're dubbing sitter dinners. Dinners yes, that sitter the dinners. sitter can make, or so that you can also feed your dinner, feed your dinner, feed your sitter <laughs> and your kids. It's actually, this episode came out of two listener requests. Jess Amick Harrell on Insta asked for an episode saying it might be fun to talk about date nights. What's your ideal? If you do a date night in, what does it look like? And then Jennifer Tassler asked in the community, we just transitioned from a nanny who prepared meals for our kids most weekdays. We were incredibly lucky to sitters who are not as adept at meal planning. I would like to have things in the house that are easy for them to prepare, but I'm drawing a total blank. Yes, I can relate to that. And, you know, I think in general, like, it's just important to acknowledge that date nights are something that are, like, recommended for staying connected to your partner, getting away from the kids. It's something that's just talked about a lot, but especially the dinner piece of it. There's extra cost, number Mm -hmm. one, because you have to pay your sitter extra. You have to figure out how to feed a sitter. And it can also just be extra labor for you thinking about dinner and feeding everyone. So I don't know. I just want to acknowledge that. And we have ideas for whether you're prepping the dinner for your sitter and your kids, or you want to just set your sitter up to do the cooking so that you can let it go. Yes. But we're going to try to reduce all of that. We're going to try to reduce cost and reduce the labor that goes into yeah, having Yeah, because I... We've talked about this separately before, but I used to do the thing where even if I was going out, like not on a date night with Brian, but like into like on a girl's night or whatever, I would feel compelled to like prep stuff, like a lot of stuff, like prep a whole meal. And then that sort of like takes the fun out of yeah, not having to cook prep. I'd cook dinner like I'd fully cook dinner for my family and then go out to dinner with my girls. Yes. Yes. It's. Okay, but so what does date night currently look like for you guys? Mm. Frequency, and then also you don't really, you used to have regular sitters, but yeah. now the boys kind of like can handle things for themselves. They sit themselves. <laughs> it actually has gotten a, a little harder. I think it's starting to get easier. Okay. So we used to have a nanny from the time that Isaac was like 18 months old until the time that Oliver started full-time school in kindergarten. So many, many, many years. And it was built in, a date night was built in to like her salary, to the expectations. And cooking for the kids as needed was also built into her job description. So it was pretty easy. Like at the beginning of the week, Jenny and I would talk and I'd be like, okay, are you able to stay Wednesday? And she'd say yes or no. And we'd plan it. And that was that. I'd ask her in general, even when there weren't date nights, 
like, what do you want me to get from the grocery store this week so that she had food? If there was anything she wanted to make for the kids, you know, they have their favorites. Jenny's meatballs are in my first cookbook. Yes. (laughs) We've talked about Jenny's chicken fingers. They're still our favorites. We still see Jenny regularly, but she just comes over to like hang out and I try to feed her as a friend, as family. And every time she comes over, the boys are like, oh, can Jenny cook her chicken fingers and meatballs? And I'm like, no. (laughs) And Jenny's like, yes, I can. And like, she'll come over and then she'll like literally run to the supermarket. But it's like grandma. You know what I mean? Like it makes her happy. Like that's. She doesn't want to just sit around with us. She like wants to make the boys happy and then she wants to get love from them. It's very like nostalgic in a way. Yes, Yes. totally. So we did weekly date nights for years. Okay. Then when Jenny stopped working for us, we like went through a couple of sitters, but we landed on Corinne, who was a sitter, like cooking as needed was part of her like job description, but she wasn't really a good cook. (laughs) And like, we really didn't need it that much except on date nights. Yes. Like except on nights when she was going to stay. But like one time she burned my pot just making pasta. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Which is fine. It was totally fine. We still laugh about it. I'm also still in touch with Corinne. She's moved to LA and we miss her very much. But like it... (laughs) Like, it's still a thing that we laugh about. And I was like, okay, I think that for Corinne, when we go on date nights, I need to, like, prep stuff. Or it needs to be really easy. Like, there's a frozen pizza in the freezer. Yes. Put it in the oven. And, like, that's what we did. But again, we tried to have a date night once a week. The pandemic came. Corinne came back for a little bit after the pandemic. Then she moved to L.A. And then I think it was a combination of, like, not needing a sitter. And then being out of the habit of regular dates because of the pandemic. Also, the vibe around in restaurants changed, like even oh, yeah. in New York City, right? Like you couldn't go to one without a reservation very easily anymore. And like they closed early. Yeah, and- like limited capacity for a while in the last couple of years. Yeah. Yep. So like it just kind of all came together and threw a wrench in our date night plan. So we kind of stopped going on date nights. And not to get too personal, it makes a difference in your relationship. Yeah, it does. Like it it was really, I'm real, both Mike and I are realizing that a date night was really important. So we have literally just in the last few months reinstated. Yes, I love that. So now we're back to weekly date nights. We used to share responsibility for who would plan date night, but it really kind of relied heavily on me. And Mike is more like, oh, I saw that this show is going on or this movie or this play and he'd get tickets and then he would like plan something around that. Now we're actually alternating weeks. Like I got this week, you get next week. We both really just love going to restaurants. Yeah. Like that is our ideal Date. date night. Like we like to eat together. Is it like one restaurant or like do you go somewhere and have a drink and then go somewhere else for dinner and maybe go somewhere else for dessert or? Yeah. So that's a great question. We would do like a drink before or after and a restaurant. Uh, we both really love movies. So movies are another thing. Although, again, that slowed down after the pandemic. But we still like we're starting to go to movies again in the theater Mike is really, really good at doing cultural stuff. Yeah. And I love it. I'm just not as like plugged in. So he's always like, oh, there's this 
theater troupe coming from England and it's supposed to be wonderful. And I'm like, great, get tickets. So he does theater, art exhibits, music, music. Oh, we don't do live music as much. We did when we were younger. Now... (laughs) We joke it's because we're old. Like there is that. If I can guarantee that the music will start by eight p.m. and, and that I will seats. have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> so music has fallen in the ranks, but we do like when Mike's in charge. We do a lot of theater, art. Uh, I love dance performances, so that's like the one cultural thing I'll do is like when I see a dance troupe that I love come through the city. But it's a lot of just eating. Yeah. TBH. Oh, and double dates. We love double dates. Oh, you do. I know that Mm -hmm. of you. That's really fun. Yes, we do. How about you guys? Okay. Frequency is like very frequent. Brian is big on date nights and I feel very lucky that he will take the initiative because most of the time his parents are our childcare. So he'll be like, I asked mom and dad if they can watch the kids on Friday night. But then he'll be like, what do you want to do? Um, and before we lived in Boise, they were our primary child care, too. And sort of like same. Like when they were little. When they were really little. Mm-hmm. And same thing as Jen, same but different as Jenny, which is that we never had to feed them. Brian's mom would always feed them. And yes, a yeah. lot of times we'd be like frozen chicken nuggets or frozen pizza. Or she loves to take them or like get fast food and bring it back to their house for them. So that feels like a treat for them. And also she just like is not. She doesn't cook anymore. She spent a long time cooking and feeding her family. So she yeah, just doesn't. She's done. She's done. She's and done. like the kids she enjoy gets that. To be. And I don't, if yeah. I don't have to do any prep, that's really great. I love that. So now that we're back in Chattanooga, it's very similar. Like we can just call up Nana and Poppy and they are like, yeah, sure. And a lot of times Brian's mom is like, oh, yeah, I even picked up cold cuts so we can do sandwiches. She has something she's sort of like prepared that they may stop by at any time, which I love. But, you know, in the Boise years, we used my sister, who's not technically my sister, but I'm just going to call her my sister because it's easier than explaining how. <laughs> she's my half. Ah, family. She's my half ah, brother. Half-sister. Um, and she's a great cook. She comes from a cooking family, but she was also like a college student. So I, though, during those years, I did do a lot more like sitter dinner prep. Like she would throw yes, things totally. together for us. Sometimes it'd be leftovers or sometimes it'd be like shortcut meals. But. Yeah, I feel like a lot of times. Wait, wait, wait. Can yeah. we pause for a second? You said frequently, very frequently. Like, yes. Be okay, specific. So, so then this is like a point of contention also. Because we are both freelancers now, we can go have like breakfast on a Tuesday morning or like go for a hike on a Friday morning or whatever. Or like go for lunch in the middle of the week. I feel like that's not the same as like going out to dinner on a Friday or Saturday night. Yes, totally agree. But like respectfully, it is still like as thought. And Brian is the one. I'll be like, I'm going to keep working. And he'll be like, oh, do you like, could we just take two hours and like go for a hike today? Or like, do you want to go get breakfast real quick before you start your day? So like that does, I feel like it does in totality count. But then the like um, going out on the weekend, I would say. We probably average three times a month. So it's not like every week. It's not really every other week, but we do like and and like you, it's primarily going out to dinner. Yeah, we like to go somewhere and have a drink first and then go somewhere else to eat dinner. But occasionally we'll end up somewhere for drinks and, and we'll just stay. 
Yeah. We've gotten back into riding our bikes like we used to in Boise. And in Chattanooga, we can like drop the kids off at Brian's parents and from their house, ride our bikes to downtown and like go to restaurants and bars, which is really nice and really fun. But But riding the bike isn't the date, right? No. I'm not judging. It's just completely anathema to me. I know that there are people for people who like to do that for dates and even like hiking. I'm like, but I wasn't fed. So like, does this count? 1000%. If I make Mike sit on the ground to eat, he's like, this is not... This is Brian not what I signed up it. for. They're just different. Yeah, no. But he Mike likes an not. active date. So so you mentioned like, oh, music and arts and all these things. Brian is the person who's like, let's go try this new hike or like, let's go paddle boarding or something. I think I'd I think I'd literally pass out if Mike ever came up to me. It was like, <laughs> OK, wait. OK, we're allowed one. You drop the kids off. And yes. Yes. I'm allowed one question. One more question. It's my show. too. <laughs> You pick up the kids, but then you have to put them to bed. Yes. So that is a thing that makes date nights like a little less fun. Yes. <clears throat> which is good because it brings up a good point, which is we do have a new young lady in our neighborhood who we have used twice now. And I don't know what her cooking skills are. She still lives at home. So we've been like doing we would like order pizza and Brian will, like go pick up pizza because yeah. I don't want to cook on those nights and we don't have a good we're not prepped for sitter dinners. Partly I ask because I'm curious and also because I do want to speak to the experience of people with tweens and like older kids because there's this weird time when they're old enough to take care of themselves. But either based on personality or age, like they're not really good about being responsible about getting themselves to bed. Yes. So like when we had Jenny babysitting, we could go out until Jenny's like, no problem. Like, go enjoy yourselves. Now I do feel like there's a little bit of a TikTok like on my date, because if it's during the weekday, which it often is for me and Mike, I can't trust Oliver to get himself to bed on time. Yeah. I have a literal TikTok. Emmett has a little bit of separation anxiety. I, we're not sure if it's like pandemic or the move or just like mm-hmm. hit him developmentally right now where he's like literally like how long are you guys going to be gone for and he's yeah, like can Oliver you send me a like picture yeah. or send a text to nana every 30 minutes and usually we're oh, like that's intense. usually we're like no yeah, that's hard we'll like we will send a message when we get to the first stop and like send a message when we get to yeah. the second stop and like that's yeah. it so yeah i do feel that pressure it's a too. bummer it really like is with challenging. Isaac, it doesn't matter because I'm like, who can- Isaac, first of all, is more responsible. So during the week, he'll go to bed later than I think he should. But like, whatever, you're going to deal with the consequences. Yeah. That's your deal. And on the weekend, I don't care when he goes to bed. But Oliver is still a little bit younger and it's like he'll be a disaster. You yes. know, it'll be it'll suck for two days if he's like and he's always scrambling the minute I put the key in the door. I always give him a 30 minute heads up. I'm like, no. I'm coming home 30 minutes, brush your teeth. You know, I give him the list of things I expect. I expect you to be in bed. At least I don't have to go through the process. But the key goes in the door and I can hear the little feet upstairs scrambling to like put the game controller away. I need you to know <laughs> that as a kid who was often <laughs> home by themselves in the afternoon yes. and responsible for like starting dinner or like moving laundry yeah. along. 
the actual like sound of a key in a door, <laughs> the totally. description of it, I all of a sudden was like, I feel so anxious. <laughs> yes, I I totally. know I forgot to totally. do something. Okay. Totally. Listen, we have to get into talking a little bit about date nights at home and then sitter dinners. But can we real quick make sure that everyone knows that we really want them to join our new and improved Didn't I Just Feed You listeners Yay! community. Free members are now getting access to more than ever before, including recipes, printables, shopping lists to our favorite side quest stores like Trader Joe's and Costco. <laughs> like you named them side quests. Because it's not like it's, you're regular. It's true. Yes. You're right. Yes. I'm going on a side quest today. And there's also just more of us. Like, we're around the supporting community member, too. Don't you want that? There are still bonus episodes, but we are bringing regular live events back. We have swag that you can't get anywhere else. So be sure to visit didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community to get in on all the goodies. Okay, I have to reveal something. Date nights in just do not happen for us anymore. Many moons ago, I wrote this story for Kitchen about what a date night in at home really looked like. And my kids were little, like maybe five and three at the time. And it was always like such, like, it seems like such a good idea, right? But then we could never get the kids down. At that time, they were going to bed at like eight o'clock. And you'd think, oh, from like eight to 10, we can have our own dinner and hang out. But it was like, Ella always got suspicious. She knew that we were like having the fancy cheese and the steak without her. And then she's like always trying big to like Capricorn energy. energy, trying big. to sneak down the stairs. Like, so at some point, and then I think even like pandemic kind of ruined the idea of date nights at home. Like, I don't want to be at yeah. home anymore. Yeah. Like, oh my God. <laughs> done. done, done. I bet there is a sweet spot when you have kids that are young enough to go to bed early and then sleep through the night. I am really terrible at unplugging from my kids. Like, I'm just very tuned into them and they are, I've trained them for better and worse that they can rely on mom. Like the one time we tried having a date night in during the pandemic, because we were like, oh my gosh, like enough with these kids. Like we got them all set up. They were totally like safe. We went upstairs to our room. We closed the door. We were like, we will not respond. And Mike is really good at putting up those boundaries. And he was like, I will not respond to that. Yeah, like I'm and fully like, checked mom! out. Yeah. And he was like, ignore it. Like, put the volume up on the movie. And like, I just can't do it. I think also it's a function of working from home. Mm -hmm. Like I am here so much of the time. Same. I cannot like, there's such a like strong relationship between me and this home and the kids that I can't like move out of very easily. Like I really need to get out of the house to unplug. Yes. So it just doesn't work for us. But do you have any ideas for people for whom date night in works because there's also like a major budget savings. I know, right? If you can swing it. So I think Brian would just be absolutely over the moon if any night, it doesn't even have to be a weekend night, if I would watch a movie of his choosing and we had like special snacks for the movie. And that is something that could happen after your kids are in bed. I think all of this really comes back to like the intent. Are you putting your phone away? I think that would be a major requirement for Brian because I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll watch your movie. And then I'm like scrolling because I'm like, what Uh is this movie that you picked? It's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) So having a special snack or like a special 
drink or a special meal, I think would be helpful. Playing a game if you're partners I in, agree in, on games. Yes, we love board games as a family. So do we. And we almost never get time to play them together. Lou Persigan, who is Eat at Dad's, and we've had him as a what we're cooking and eating now guest, and he's very love active Lou. in our community. He and his wife are very into video games. So like getting a new video game and making that the date night and maybe you have a special drink along with that, I think is really great. So movie nights, game nights of both kinds. When our kids were little and we tried to do it, we did a lot of like fancier just dinner dates. Like we would do like steak frites and have like a special cheese plate, which is a little bit of labor. I think you could do the same thing and like order in your favorite takeout so that you do sort of like get the break. And I think for me, the idea of takeout is you're probably picking something more like fast casual or like mid price range. So it is less expensive than like going out. And having like an appetizer, full dinner and dessert. Plus, you will always save money if you make your own cocktails or buy your own bottles of yes, wine. Because 100%. that those two two items in restaurants have a huge markup on them, as they should, because there's like labor involved and they need to like restaurants need to make money. Those are my couple of date night. Okay, ideas. so the only other thought that I had that worked for me is having family, I know this isn't feasible for everybody. Yeah. I'm trying not to say have a sitter and then do a date night in because you have a sitter, then leave. <laughs> is what I is how yeah. I feel about it. But having my mom come over and like setting expectations with my mom and being like, this is not the time for you and me to hang. Yeah. Like, will you just hang with the kids? Mike and I are just going to like go upstairs, watch a movie. We don't want to do, we did this with Jenny a couple of times. Like, we don't want to do bedtime. Like, we're going to literally hide in our space, in jammies, doing our own thing, bring a bottle of wine upstairs, and then once you get them to bed, come knock on our door, we'll kiss you goodnight, thank you so much for helping out, and then we'd go downstairs and eat, like, a late dinner or do, like, snacks together and go into the house. But for me, it was really about, like, that separation, like, that someone has the kids covered. Yes. And that's how I can unplug. So that's another thought, too. That bubbles up one more idea and then we can move on, which is if you have a backyard or a patio and like you can put the kids down and then take the baby monitor outside if they're like really little or just trust that they know that you're like in the backyard if they really needed something doing like a like having a drink out by the fire is something that we occasionally do. It's maybe not as extensive as a date night, but it feels like a nice opportunity to connect. And again, intentional snacks. It's going to be like my special bread. <laughs> special We're bread and intentional, and intentional snacks. snacks. Yes. Okay. Okay. So can we start by just having like three big takeaways that we think are important for thinking about feeding your kids and your sitter? Yes. Going into a date night. Yes. So the first is, I think it's really important to be in communication with your sitter. I'm in general an over-communicator, hence having a podcast. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I think whether you're prepping or even if you're just going to like throw down money to order a pizza or you're expecting your sitter to cook, I think it's really important to know what your sitter eats, if they have any dietary preferences or limitations, having some snacks ready for them. Like if there's not, like if they're sitting and it's not dinner time, maybe you're going out for an early drink with your partner and it's not actually going to be the kid's dinner time or something like that. Just what do they like? Do they like string cheese, muffins, granola bars, trail mix, just something so that they can sustain themselves 
And then I think if you're going to have them order, leave enough money so that you, that the, your sitter can feed themselves too. Yes. Like get enough pizza, not just for your kids, but for them as well. Yes. So just like line of communication. I love that you said, even if they say they're not going, like even if they're like, oh, yes. I'm good. Because I have definitely had the experience of like sitters being like, oh no, I'm good. I don't want pizza. And then coming home and knowing like what my kids probably ate versus like that the rest of the pizza has gone to and just feeling like, oh, <laughs> that's fine. Like that's more than fine. But like you didn't have to feel weird. I'm glad I was there for you. And we always also say the thing like I'm glad you brought up snacks. We also are always like snacks are open for everybody. That includes totally. you. Like, please help yourself to anything. Totally. And I think that it gives you some freedom, too, because if you're out. And you've had a drink and you're like, oh, this is so nice. I wish we could get a second drink. But like our sitter, you know, it's not dinner time and there's nothing for them to eat. Like you feel pressure. I just feel like making your home as comfortable as possible and giving your sitter permission to eat and making sure that there's stuff that they can eat there, whether it's snacks or a meal, gives you freedom too to just kind of enjoy yourself and not have to think about it and worry yeah, about and it. Yeah, being able to text and be like, hey, there is mac and cheese yeah. in the pantry if you feel comfortable making that for everybody. Yeah, totally. Okay, what else? Okay. I think you need to keep it really simple. Yes. Like right? So if you're going to prep and we're going to talk about these different kind of meal ideas in these different categories, like whether you're cooking and leaving stuff, you're prepping stuff so that your sitter is assembling or they're going to cook. In every one of those scenarios, keep it simple. Again, if you're making a ton of extra labor for yourself, even if you're in a good mood about it on this date night, you're setting yourself up Yeah, like for something to be sustainable and for you to really commit to it, it needs to be affordable and easy. So keep it really simple. And that especially if you're expecting your sitter to assemble something or to cook something from scratch. Yeah, because you might end up with a burned pasta pot. Uh <laughs> Corinne, we love you. Um, we do love you so much. Okay. And then my third big takeaway, it has to be fun. I think that it's really important for the kids to have a good time. I mean, you talked about Emmett having a little bit of separation anxiety. Oliver definitely went through a phase where if we were going to be out post bedtime, like that's when he would get weird. And he was like, well, when and how long? And I want to stay up and I want to make sure you're home. And I want the experience for the kids to be fun because like this is a positive thing. It's a positive thing for mom and dad, mom and mom, dad and dad to leave. Like this is good for us or just mom, single parents. Shout out to you guys when you're going out on your date nights too. This is a positive thing. Like you have fun and I get to go be a grown up and have fun too. Like I love you, but I don't have to be with you all the time. Yes. Oh my God. I'm so <laughs> glad you said single moms because it unlocked. Uh, single dads too. Single parents. It unlocked yes. a memory for me, which is my mom was a single mom and she dated and we would often get to have the frozen meals, the kid cuisines Yes, on yes. date nights. And it yes. was like hot. We wanted that. We were like, yeah, we, you're like, yes. go on a date, mom. Go on a date. We can have those super weird Fake mashed potatoes and the like cosmic yes. brownie that bakes in a plastic tray. Oh, yes. That is yes. such a memory unlocked for me. Okay. So, yeah, mom, do it. Go for yours. <laughs> go have, make it fun, make it special for everybody. 
2024 is the year we're focused on finally reducing dinnertime overwhelm at Didn't I Just Feed You? And that means making grocery shopping easier and more cost effective, especially when it comes to the foods we all tend to spend the most on, like meat. Enter ButcherBox, where you can count on incredible deals on premium cuts. At ButcherBox, you can choose a curated box or customize your order of 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood to stock your fridge with all the proteins you need for the week, month, or even the year at prices that are hard to come by at the grocery store. That's all your protein shopped for in one shot at great prices delivered to your door with free shipping. Just one change, switching over to ButcherBox, and you guarantee yourself fewer trips to the grocery store and savings that are hard to find at the supermarket. Dinnertime overwhelm, be gone. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, you get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y and use the code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You, to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share HomeThreads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. Head over to homethreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for dinner and I just feed you, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. Homethreads, love where you live. That's homethreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, Build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. Is anyone else struggling with what to wear these days? I've been pretty frustrated with getting dressed over the last few months as I've navigated body changes, and some days I quite literally have no idea what to wear. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high quality designer clothing for every occasion. When I signed up, I took a style quiz, and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my life. I've been renting clothes from Armoire for a while now, and the more I rent, the more on point the suggestions get. Plus, you send what you wear back, which is a great way to try new styles without waste. Armoire also has such a fantastic range of options. Whether you're planning an outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or maybe a family event, or just need some updated options for everyday life, you'll be the best-dressed person in the room without ever having to find time for an exhausting shopping day. Right now, Didn't I Just Feed You listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash D-I-J-F-Y. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-I-J-F-Y to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Okay, so sit, sitter dinners, a very top line, I think, listening to like the 10-minute dinner idea episode yes, or for we sure. have like a frozen shortcuts episode or even like Trader Joe's and leaning on things that are like either minimal ingredients 
and or minimal time. Yeah. Can I throw out a couple of other episodes and we'll yeah, link to them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandwiches. Oh, yep. Air fryer. Okay. And we'll talk more about this. Easy ways to serve eggs for dinner is an episode that's great. So like any of those episodes that you really loved that just get to those quick, fast, easy dinners, re-listen to. Yes. Or at least look at the show notes for link ideas. Okay. So should we start with just like sitter dinners that they can cook? And then maybe we'll do some that you can do like a little bit of prep and then they can assemble. Yeah. <laughs> do we want to start with pasta? Poor Corinne. I'm really not <laughs> trying to drive it home. Pasta. I feel like I might text her and maybe we'll put it on Instagram. I might see if she has a picture of it. Okay. I wonder if she has a picture of it. That would be amazing. She will laugh so hard when I text her. Like, hey. Hey, do guess what? That pasta <laughs> pot you burned. <laughs> I'm going to tell thousands of people about it. It's fine. Okay. So pasta, yes. Pasta with pesto was a go-to. Oliver loves pesto. And the fresh pack... Pesto, I find delicious. I don't love jarred pesto as much, but hey, it exists. It's good. Except that Trader Joe's green olive yeah. uh, and basil I've pesto that I like. I've done the Rio's pesto recently and been happy with it. Not as great oh, as nice. the fresh. In a jar? Yeah, in a jar. Like their shelf okay. table one. Um, I love the the tortellini or ravioli, the fresh pack that you can get because also that feels like yep. a little bit hardier and, a, and totally. a little bit more special than just like dried box pasta too for date yep. nights. Quesadillas and or nachos, I feel like falls into the same category and like the simplest version of both of those, because I know that we can both get elaborate, especially like nacho night. We we I want all the things on top, but it can literally just be like Trader Joe's carnitas or like rotisserie chicken and like the pre-shredded cheese and chips. And maybe the vegetable is like sliced avocado on the side. Yes, I'm into it. And this is probably... A suggestion that only works for a smaller number of people. But if you had like an older kid, like when Oliver was nine and 10 and Corinne was babysitting on date night and he was like getting into cooking, you a while ago posted a reel on Didn't I Just Feed You on Instagram. We are at Didn't I Just Feed You. Very brilliant. About a, <laughs> a cheese skirt. And you guys have to go look to see. But it's also fun, like, if you have a kid who likes to cook, do something like, like, show them that reel. Like, Oliver would be like, yeah, like, go on date night, mom and dad. I'm going to show Corinne how to make a cheese skirt on a quesadilla. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he would love that, just, like, tying in the making it fun. Yeah. Shout out pizzas of all kinds. Frozen. They order it in. What else? English muffin pizza. Yes. Pizza, pizza, pizza. Frozen bagged meals. It's very low stakes cooking. Yes. Like Trader Joe's orange chicken is a super popular one. You know what's also really nice about frozen shortcut meals is you don't have to relay the instructions. They can just follow the bag instructions. Yes. I love that. Done and done. Oh, I said in the episode. Sandwiches. Sandwiches. I think you can pair it with a smoothie if it feels like it's not enough. Like if it's a simple sandwich, like a peanut butter and jelly, yeah. and pair it with a smoothie. But then also cold cuts and cheese, grilled cheese, BLTs, salmon and cream cheese. We have a big sub sandwich that's very dinner worthy that we can link to. Yeah, and that's one you could prep ahead. That can go into the prep ahead category. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the egg episode, but like scrambled eggs or pancakes. So a low key breakfast for dinner. 
a little like nachos breakfast for dinner can be the trap of like, yeah, you think it's easy, but then you do a little bit too much. So like simple, simple, simple. Um, did you mention avocado toast? I didn't, but I love that idea. I mean, my kids like it. I know not every kid is super into it, but like a nice loaded avocado toast. And then if you have older kids who need a little bit more, getting good sourdough bread, like having a sitter fry some eggs if they feel capable of that and open to it. Yes. It makes a great dinner. A snack dinner of any kind. Like so like a cheese yes. plate dinner or even like a dippy dinner where it's like hummus and then maybe you have some frozen things that they can throw in the air fryer. Store-bought roast chicken. Oh, yeah. Fried chicken. Some like, you oh, know, it's pretty yes. easy to go to oh, the supermarket and get some good chicken dinner stuff. Publix, which is my go to grocery store now that we're back in the South. They have like some of the best fried chicken. I can't believe I've never thought to just like pick that up. And then like yeah. some deli oh, side. Yeah. I think we're not utilizing the deli department at the grocery store totally. enough at all. I'm into it. I love that idea. Sitter night is the a great place to experiment with that, too. I have a really crazy suggestion. Go for crazy. <laughs> okay. If you have little kids who are home all day or it's like their day off of preschool or it's a weekend and you're home at lunch, make a heartier lunch, something that's more like dinner. Do it like European style and then leave Lunchables for dinner. Stacey like, Bill has just suggested big... Lunchables. Are you kidding me? I think they're I think they're gross personally. <laughs> it's like the recent episode when you're like, oh, let me just give a shout out to Sue. <laughs> and you know that I don't even like soup. You don't even like soup. Okay. Listen, people like soup, and it was a good answer. Yes, people, people like lunchables. Kids like lunchables. It's a good oh answer God. here. Okay. And Oliver does like the pizza lunchable, which I just did find shocking. Like when you could put together an English muffin pizza, why would you choose this? Purely on taste. I'm not even talking like quality yes. or processed no. food. I don't give a crap. I'm saying this doesn't taste good to me. We have to move on because lunch. I'm living the Lunchables life right now. Okay, but do you see what I'm yes. saying? If you make, if you feel like you fed your kids a really good lunch and you like for whatever reason have the chance to, just leave them like a packed, like a lunchbox dinner. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. all good. Okay. All good. Dinner things that you prep that they can either like assemble and like put together. Okay. I'm going to say baked potatoes. I know that seems strange, oh. but you can do baked potatoes like the night before. You can also do baked potatoes in the slow cooker and then just leave like a handful of topping things. Again, don't fall into the breakfast for dinner or nacho trap. It doesn't have to be like, oh, you make chili and make all these other things like microwave some broccoli <sighs> and shred some cheese. Yes. You were reminding me that for a while I was prepping like a sausage scramble where I would take loose Italian sausage chickpeas and spinach, saute it up like a little onion, garlic, whatever, like nothing saucy or anything. And then I'd roast sweet potatoes and then I'd either like put it together for dinner. I used to mix a little lime juice into yogurt to dollop on top. But like that, something like that is really like hearty and great. And like if you're feeding your sitter and your sitter wants like a nice solid meal, it's super easy to prep. I love that idea. Tacos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of oh, any totally. Kind, like, you can do like the rotisserie chicken route and like a bag slaw and wrap it in tortillas. But then you could also 
do my favorite thing to mention right now, which is like the taco kit. Like buy a pound of ground beef, buy the kit, and then let like you can cook that or that's something that they could easily assemble too. Yeah. And you know what? It makes me think that you should go back and listen to our ground beef episode Mm. too, because honestly, sauteing ground beef, whether you're doing it with taco seasoning and black beans or sloppy joe sauce and some green peppers. Like if you just do that piece, that takes like 15 minutes and then leave buns or taco shells. Or There's so much you can do with it that doesn't require more. Or like even just making a quick meat sauce, simple meat sauce, and then they can cook the pasta and top it with the meat sauce. Beautiful. I love that suggestion so much. Okay, anything else? Slow cooker. I mentioned the slow cooker with baked potatoes, but like, what would you put in the slow cooker? You could start it in the beginning of the day and then they can serve it up for dinner. Chili, uh, any kind of stew, which uh, is probably like a vibe when it's a little bit colder out. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't feel like, but like soups. There you go. Chowders. Um, But pulled chicken like is the easiest. Yes. I would say like stick with a simple meat that can be very versatile. You know what I mean? Like maybe your sitter finds some leftover rice in the fridge and they can make a little rice bowl for themselves while your kids tuck the chicken into tortillas with melty cheese that they finish off in the microwave. Um, I just find that that's really like flexible. Yeah. But Kind of anything, because the point is that you like set it and forget it and then there's dinners ready. Yeah. And then maybe leave out a Tupperware container for them so they can move it into the container when they're done. And then that way you have leftovers. Clean up everybody everywhere. (laughs) Yes. You don't want to come home from date night and have to clean, which, by the way, is the other bummer about having teenagers. Because they're like, how much I I say, I don't clean it up. I'm like, I do not want to come home and see a single dish every single time. Dishes everywhere. Everywhere. I'm sorry. It is a buzzkill. Anyway. Okay. Don't want that when you have a sitter. No. Is it practical to just like very quickly name like three things? Like if you're fully prepping dinner for your sitter, like you maybe have a teenager who you're like, I don't need them cooking in my kitchen. I would go like, casserole. I just want to I don't prep. know that there's anything yeah. else I would do besides that. I agree, like a lasagna, a casserole, or a very simple, like, pasta dish. Yeah, maybe like like a one-pot pasta or even a sheet pan gnocchi, like something that, like, fully is mostly cooking itself while I'm getting myself ready. Totally. Or I'm just sticking in the oven to reheat while I'm getting myself ready, and then they can serve it up. Agree. You know who's going to have even more ideas, right? Our community. Let's take it to our dinner. <laughs> just feed you, listen, our community. <laughs> oh, Samantha, thank you so much. I know you're going to have so many outtakes from this episode. We hope that you've joined us in our community. If not, join for free at didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community where you can get all those new goodies as a free member or join our supporting community. You can also follow us on Instagram where we are at didn't I just feed you. A huge thank you to our producer, Samantha Gatsik. I'm Stacy, And I'm Megan. Stay sane and well-fed until next week. Be sure to subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You wherever you're listening. And don't forget to rate and review. 